This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Kelly Gordon, which is a great friend of mine. She has been a mentor and a coach for me. And she's the founder and CEO of Dapper Codes and Cyberpreneur Inferno. And she helps entrepreneurs and business owners like me uh, grow their businesses online and off. So how are you, Kelly? I'm excellent. Thanks so much for having me here, James. It's it's excellent. I call him James, guys. Everybody else calls him food. I've always called him James, <laughs> but it's a whole thing. Um, I absolutely love watching you grow over, over the years, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you for, for taking the time to be here. I know you're really busy. You have a lot of things going on, and I really appreciate you taking the time. So let's start by Giving me, give me, a, give me and the audience more the audience than me, actually. Give the audience a quick introduction of who you are, what you do, and why. Definitely. So, as you said, my name is Kelly Gordon. I am the uh, CEO and founder of Dapper Codes, which is a digital agency. Um, I've been in digital marketing since you know 13 plus years now, since before Facebook ads was even a thing. Took everything that I learned there over the years, started Cyberpreneur Inferno, which is how I met James. And you know, we're in 13 different countries now where I teach other digital agency owners how to scale, how to have a business and work through, you know, all of the trials and tribulations that happen and make sure that you're headed in the right direction. And currently I'm taking all of that information um, that I've, I've learned, all of my experience in helping people. And we're actually creating an incubator where we're helping businesses online and offline be able to continue to grow and make sure that they are setting the foundations for their generations, essentially, which kind of leads to my entire why is, you know, when I was younger, my parents lost everything. The bank took the house, they took the car, they took everything. And I never, ever want anybody in that same position. That is, that is just not a thing. It doesn't have to be that way. Right. I know lots of decisions get people there, but there is a way out and there's a way not to do that. So everything that I do, the people that I help, the businesses that I start are to keep everybody and their families moving in a generational wealth direction. And it, it means a ton to me. And it's essentially why I wake up every day. That's, that's awesome. Because, you know, I, I have a very personal connection uh, with you. And, and the thing that just to kind of unpack all these different things that you said is like, in the beginning, like, you were the first, the or the second coaching program after I first learned about what a digital agency was. And I was in a very dark place mentally and you helped me out to like, I was like, look, I wanna quit. Like, I don't wanna do this. And you were like, hey, don't quit. You just need to get money in. Like you just need to do systems. Like, don't worry, I got you. And like, you helped me push through and it was like during Christmas and stuff. And you like still responded to me. So that's for, I'm, I will forever be thank you, thankful for that. And, 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 and then from there, it's like the community, that you have built of people, the people that you're attracting and and all the good things that you're doing. I'm always like excited to to be involved. So, you know, thank you for all that. And and now like I, I love how you are taking this approach to it's not just online, right? It's offline. Because it, cause yeah, there's the business, but if you don't have your life right, if you don't have the things offline, right, 
right? Like it's just not something that you can really thrive if you if you're there. So mm -hmm. yeah, and 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 that's something that that's why we connected because we connected as, as, as in that level because that's what I'm doing too. Like like what you said about your family. Like I, I've seen my mom always talk about money my whole life in a good way and a bad way too, right? Like I thanks for that. Like I I I I started learning early about what's credit and all that stuff. But then in the flip side, I always have my mind just like that's kind of scarcity mentality and damn I don't get money, get money, get money. And now like that I'm that I I'm on the in this side that it's like entrepreneurship is weird, right? Like you don't know when you, your next paycheck comes. So like you have to remove that and know that you're doing things right and things will come up. So that's you know I, in this part I, I wanted to add a lot because I am very like <laughs> like connected with with this. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the, the other things that you're going to come up with. So um, just um, the next thing that I, I like having my guests to share with the audience are tips. So what are some actionable tips that you can give to the audience that they can apply right now? Could be business or life. It's, it's your choice. Definitely. And it's such a big question. So, you know, for me, let's just start in business. There's so many of you that are starting your side hustle. You've got your business. Maybe it's kind of spiking and you're not being able to, you know, keep that consistency um, in income and things like that. That's a really difficult piece. But the, the biggest thing that I can share is go in the world and have conversations. It is also the scariest as a, as a new business owner. Like I remember even starting, you know, new things, we've got a capital company, we've got all sorts of stuff that's going on. I still feel it. The difference is, is I'm like, oh, we're here again. And then I go out and I push myself and I do it, right? You guys have to kind of get yourself there. Just put, just put a line, say, I'm going to go out and I'm going to talk to four people a day, right? Just get out of your house, go do that. Even if you have a brick and mortar, it's still about relationships. Sadly, we live in a world, in my opinion, that it's not always about what it is that you do know. It's who you know, and you have no idea who you're going to meet. Okay. So go out in the world and talk to people. I, I'm talking, I, this is one of the first things that we talk about from businesses that are just starting to our seven figure consulting clients. Okay. Like It's just go out, make sure that people know what you have, know what it is that you do, and that you are trustworthy. Start building that. So please go talk to people. I have one thing to add to that is you have to, in that part, especially for a lot of people, look, I'm, I am a social person and I thought that, oh, talking to people, I know how to talk to people. Like I know, I know that I can have good conversations, but then when you come into business, it's, it's a different dynamic. So On that note, it's like, it's not not just because you're good, a social person, that means that you're gonna be good at actually building relationships in business. So that's something that, you know, a skill to learn and to, to pay attention to. And the other thing is that you have to be willing to suck at it. Mm -hmm. You just have to be willing, right? Like just get out there and you bomb a conversation, you can always have a next one and then learn from it. Like, you know, that's those that's are the, the two piece. things. That is the piece, right? We're going to go out and we're going to suck at it just for a minute, right? There, there's a, a saying that honestly took me years to figure out that you want to fail faster, right? I'm sure we have all heard that now. The thing I is, heard it so actually understand it, right? Took me far longer than I care to admit to truly understand what that means. But if you can figure it out, if you can put yourself in uncomfortable situations and conversations that you're like, mm, this is this is not it. Right. The more that you do that, the faster you're going to get to the other side. And to add to that note, 
is like be willing to be wrong and also be willing to be corrected and not necessarily like that doesn't mean that everybody has like the perfect advice obviously be pick and choose who you trust the advice but don't get triggered because like suddenly someone is is telling you that you did something wrong like appreciate the feedback Mm-hmm. like there's companies paying some giving away free things just to get that if you get it for free appreciate it and appreciate and that doesn't mean like what they say have to make or break you but take it and then even think like where is is he her or like you know where's this person coming from right, right? And, and and that's something that i want to add to that because it's, it's very huge. important guys like i remember just starting out as a freelancer at a school right we're talking a long time ago right and you would get to a client, you get a couple, they go really well. And then you get one. And then you're like, why is this so hard? Right. And you think it's on them. You're like, well, these all went well, clearly I'm fine. And it's these guys having a problem. The moment that you can realize that is a learning opportunity, right. It, it allows you to say, okay, let me put these checks and balances in place. Was there a red flag that I shouldn't have worked with them in the first place? Right. Or maybe everybody else, for whatever reason, we were on the same mental wavelength. And the other was not, right? They could have been, but I didn't get them there, right? You've really got to sit down and figure out where the wrongness quote is coming from. And if it's on you, just, just it's fine, right? Admit it, right? Take it as a, as a way to even salvage that relationship potentially, and then definitely implement that for new ones. What, this is online or offline, right? And guys, I think that there's a piece of There's a lot of us, you know, just as humans that don't want to admit that we're wrong when it happens, right? We'd rather do anything than be like, you know what? I was in the wrong. You can salvage any relationship that you want by being like, you know what? You're right. This is what happened. This is what I thought. This is what I understand. This is how I would like to move forward if you would like to, right? People understand, clients understand that we are human. They will give you that grace. Keep moving on right? It's not a roadblock. It's a learning moment. Definitely. There's uh, three things there. Failure usually are a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Second uh, is the fact that sometimes you are not the problem. And if they leave, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Losing clients, and I said this on my previous, uh, uh, one of my previous podcasts, it's like, look, losing clients, one of my guests actually said that, look, this is a big learning experience. Like losing mm-hmm. clients is fine. Like sometimes it you happens. did what you could, right? Wow. And that's another thing to think. It's like, hey, not always you did something wrong. There's always like the client is not in the right like stage or something or whatever. Like you have to accept that. And the third thing that I wanted to add out of the things that you said is the fact that not like you don't have to technically solve every problem in, in, in a situation like that sometimes it's like look they told you something and and not, it's not sometimes you can even think that you're not wrong but sometimes varying just like hey if i drop it here can we keep moving forward and does it not affect anything else so those sometimes you know and all these things i'm telling you now you know after two years in but like you see like this is Literally, all the things that I'm saying is just based on like because it's triggering memories, right? Of what's happened, right? Right. right. So, you know, we, we can't we can't get better if we never are wrong. Like it's just not how it works, right? The well, I think one of the biggest things that we learn is how to spot red flags and continuing customers. Right? It's a little bit different, you know, if you have a product business or you know that one time kind of customer situation. But if you have a service business, whether it's online or off 
right? The biggest thing is making sure that the person that you're talking to needs what you have, right? You know that more than they do, just because that's your wheelhouse. We don't sell things to people that they don't need. It will never go well for anybody, right? So those are the, one of the red flags that we, you know, should start weeding out in, you know, marketing. So my big thing is the four by four methodology, right? We've got the marketing, sales, operation, and fulfillment, whether it's a digital business or a, or a brick and mortar or whatever, those are the only four departments that there are. From marketing to sales, that's where we're starting to figure out those red flags. These four departments still exist in product businesses, whether they're on or off. They just look different. They all have different wallpaper, let's say, right? But we identify each stage has a series of red flags that you guys will figure out as you go along and you will figure it out because you run into a brick wall and that's okay, right? We have to figure out how to overcome that, fix that relationship if possible, right? Some sort of amicable, even moving forward or letting go. And then we move on with that information. This, you cannot be more right. I mean... That's why I'm invested in you because, you know, <laughs> it's been good. Yeah, it, this, um, this, is, uh, this is so great. I, I really like, I think this, this is value packed. Like we just talk about experience and, uh, and you know, that's how it is. Like you just got to push through. So my next question is, can you share with us a big challenge that you've had to overcome in, in order to, to, you know, kind of, level up in your business like you know probably there's a lot of them so you can even pick one recent yeah. right or you so know, there's, there's, not... personal, there's business you know we could probably do an hour show just on those things and maybe we should right um but you know i think like in the beginning i kind of focused on business so, so let's talk about business the bit you've got two different camps guys you've got whether again product business service business online or brick and mortar doesn't matter Okay. There are generally two main like categorical issues that as a consultant, we come in to figure out where that is. And that's like the branch of being able to figure out where it is we go from there. Okay. You have companies that can sell like crazy and couldn't fulfill if their life depended on it. Right. Whether that is they can't do it, whether that is it's not in margin and they're losing money and they don't know it. Right. That's one camp. Then you've got the camp that could fulfill from here to kingdom come, right? But couldn't get a consistent lead flow if it, their entire you know house leaned on it, right? So we figure out where those are. Again, we're talking about marketing, sales, operations, and fulfillment. So we split them, right? The ones that are good at sales and not fulfillment, they're more marketing sales heavy, not so much operations and fulfillment. That allows us the framework, which is why we do the four by four methodology, right? It's very scientific. We understand where it is that you are so we can blueprint you out of it, right? If you're uh, fulfillment and not sales, you've got operations and fulfillment down, not so much marketing and sales. These are different strategies that we can, can use to fix these things, right? So let's say that we're in the camp of you know, being able, to, being able to fulfill, because that's a really big group of people, you know, those of you that are going from freelancer or currently you're employed doing whatever it is that you do and you want to do that in your own business, you've got the fulfillment, not a problem, right? But you don't have that consistent lead flow, right? Do not stop whatever it is that you're doing until you can figure that out, right? We'll reach out to me. There's a million people, look it up on YouTube, whatever, start figuring out how it is to get the consistent lead flow, right? Where, you know, we have a marketing agency, a consulting company, we, you know, invest in other brick and mortar businesses, things like that. That is the first thing that we come in and solve, 
always. So that we know on every given day, week, month, quarter, if I put this much money into marketing, I get this much out, right? That is the holy grail of being able to run a business, right? If we don't know that, we've got probably a really expensive hobby. I'm, I'm just being really honest, right? We can fix it. That yes. is a fixable situation. Like I want you all to know it through, you know, do we need to look at the offer? Do we need to look at the, the marketing angles? There's a lot of things that we would look at, right? But what if you can sell and you can't fulfill, okay? These are usually people who were somewhere in marketing and sales for a company were like, hey, we can do this. And they try to outsource it. They try to do a lot of things. There's a lot of issues that can happen there right? We need to make sure our agreements are in place. We need to understand that we have a check and balance system. Usually those people were not quality, right? Controller or the project managers or anything like that. But there are different blueprints that we have that we say, okay, this is the camp that I'm in. Then we go through a series of checklists and say, okay, this is where I am in each one. So that then you can have an actionable plan out of it, right? But, you know, being able to say, you know, this is the business that I have. This is what I do. This is who I serve. This is how I serve them, whatever that is, right? Service or or product or online or off. And this is how I get clients, right? I know no matter what business we're in or anything like that, how much it costs me to get a client, right? We call it a CPA or the cost per acquisition, right? We know what that number is. It's going to range depending on the business. It could be $2. It could be $1,200, right? And that is irrelevant so long it fits into margin for the product that we're selling, right? If it doesn't, you've got a problem, right? Um, but that's just a math problem that you should be solved. We just have to be able to, you know, look at it and solve it. Um, so that's the really biggest thing, guys. What camp are you in? Understand it can be solvable and be really honest with yourself about what the problems are. And then you can start figuring out how to fix it or reach out. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. You're either trying to figure out yourself or right. if you want to, because this is a, it's all about, like all this like uh, coaching programs and like uh, just even business development, all these different things that you can hire to scale your business or to just start it, basically just kind of grow it from a hobby to a real business. Those are things that is like, look, there's a lot of information out there, right? There's like, just you can go to YouTube. You can go like even social media nowadays. You can get so much from it. Now it's like who, like it's application, first of all, right? Mm -hmm. And it, even if it's on you, then it comes on to the accountability, mm -hmm. right? And it's everything goes goes down to identifying where you're at. That that's like the biggest the biggest point that you made in there. And then identifying not only where you're at as, as a stage in, in the business and knowledge and all that stuff, but also, you know, what are your resources? Mm -hmm. Like how much time do you have? How much money do you have? Being able to identify. Types of people, right? You know this. There's people with more time than money and there's more people with money than time. There is no right or wrong. It doesn't matter. We just have to know which one we are so that we know how to move forward from that. And uh, James kind of touched on a little bit of business phases. So part of the four by four methodology that I mentioned, of course, is the four departments, marketing, sales, operations, and fulfillment, right? But we also have the different stage of business. And this is business across the board. Doesn't matter what it is, what you do. This is just business. Pre-validation, validation, leverage, and scale. Okay. If we know where the issue is and what department, and we know what phase that we're in, right, which is going to be a little bit different monetarily, but um, as far as being able to classify yourself, but pre validation really is more of the idea. Maybe I've sold it a couple of times, not, not 100% a, a way to, to do it, but it's happening, let's say, right? Validation is hey, that stuff is starting to come through. I'm validating the offer, I'm validating the fulfillment, right? All of those things. 
And then we take everything that we've learned in, in the validation stage and we go to leverage and we leverage all of that, right? That's when you start hitting those 30, 50, 70 months, K months, right? And then you head into scale. Now the questions and the problems in scale are very different than leverage or pre-validation, same as leverage is different to validation, right? We have to know where we are. This is why it's like scientific. Like it's, it really is what phase are you in? What department is the issue in? Do you have more time than money or more money than time? And then we have a list of ways to get you out of whatever that problem is, right? It could be a couple tweaks. It could be, hey, we've got to overhaul the whole thing here, right? But for people who want to and are willing, 99% problems really are solvable. I, I completely agree that and and that has been something that uh, has helped me a lot to identify uh where I'm at and stuff and and that's cool like I'm glad that I haven't talked to you in a little bit so it, it feels good to kind of refresh all these things and uh yeah like right now like I, I identify myself being in like that leverage stage like I already have you know have testimonials I have clients I'm getting clients wins every week Right. So now I mean, like, okay, now I'm literally right now working on how to leverage those things and I'm doing it, but then it all goes down to like the strategy of things. Mm -hmm. Always. I love, you know, being part of like this, you know, this podcast goes in under the strategic advisor board Mm -hmm. uh, podcast. And the reason that I connected so much with the strategic advisor board, specifically with the CEO, which is uh, Jason Miller is because he's all about strategy. And that's why I like something that, you know, every time I mention that word, I think about him and think about like this, literally everything's about strategy. Like you, li- you lay out the strategy and then mm-hmm. apply. So that's why the four by four method is such a great strategy. Cause it's like, look, that is easy to visualize, easy mm-hmm. to kind of separate, right? Like this, this four things, uh, and there's this other four things of where you're at and like the different, the different, uh, areas of your business. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's so, it's such a nice thing. Like, very visual, which I'm a very visual guy. Same. So that's kind of yeah. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. why we have we have bonded so much. So Definitely. you know, thank you for for. I think this is so so valuable. This is probably gonna be my my biggest to date <laughs> uh, podcast. I'm excited for this uh, because there's so much so much value in here. So anyway, so the 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 last thing uh, that I kind of want to uh, cover. I mean. First, I wanna I wanna talk about what what are the biggest takeaways of here because I, I know that we're probably gonna miss some just uh, uh-huh. but you know let's just uh, what do you think are the biggest takeaways from from this Kelly? Really, that you know I talked to a lot of business owners I have for years. Okay, there's a lot of posturing that happens and that's totally fine, right? I'm not judging that, but at least be honest with yourself. Okay, what camp am I in? What is the actual problem? reach out. I'll send you the four by four methodology. There's more training on that, right? Like how to, how to narrow it down. If you can define where it is that you are and where it is that you want to go, you can use it to get there. We just have to be really honest with ourselves and understand that business is hard, right? We, we live in the entrepreneurial age, which thank God, right? Like I love that, but it also means that it's, it's, it's very difficult and there's a lot of noise that's happening. Okay. James mentioned earlier that, you know, you can go on YouTube, you can go to other coaches and consultants, right? But you mentioned tactics and the, the issue that is, is permeating, in my opinion, the cult, the, the culture of the consulting industry, whether it's online or off, is that they're, they're, they're teaching you tactics, which is great if you identify it as such. They're not teaching you how to run the business. They're saying, let me solve this one problem, right? Remember, I consult other digital consultants. And that's what we do. We solve one problem. That's what makes things sell, 
right? I need more leads. Great. I'm going to solve that problem. I need some SOPs. Great. I'm going to solve that problem, right? It's not an encompassing thing, which is why I transitioned to what we're doing here, which is a lot of one-on-one consulting as well, so that we can solve business problems, right? We have to understand that. So when you're saying, what is the biggest takeaway here? Be really honest with yourself about what the problem is. And if you're doing something, trust me, I do all sorts of shit I shouldn't do, right? Um, But I I say, hey, don't do that again. Let's maybe not do that, right? Um, And that is a way to move forward from it. But that honesty and just go for a walk, really figure out and be honest about where it is that you are, figure out where you want to go, not where the online world or television or whatever tells you to be, where is it that you want to be? If I tell you my my view of success and James does and you do or whatever, it's all going to be very different as well it should be. So make sure you understand where it is that you're going and why, and then you can map it out. It, it makes perfect sense if we can remove some of that posturing and filtering and, and behaving in the way that we think that we should. That's, that was that was great. Let me let me just give it to you because that was great. That's I was super excited even coming into this, and now even more excited that I'm living it right. Like I'm experiencing <laughs> it. This is great. Like, and I can't wait. And one thing that I've been thinking about is like I want to be doing like year anniversaries of this episodes, nice. right? Okay. So next year we Let's come July 25, right? Like this Here is like July or around this area, right? Like yeah. just come come July, come summer next year. We'd love to to do this and we can yeah. talk about all the things that we have done uh from this year. Because awesome. I mean, you know, like I met you like in the first like six months of like my business. And now yeah. I'm like two years in a month now. Mm-hmm. So you see, you see me grow a lot and, and yeah. I've seen you doing great things. So I'm excited for this. So mm-hmm. thanks, thanks for that, that much value. Really, like I I'm, we're gonna take this and we're gonna <laughs> blow it up everywhere. We want to do content it. because so good. Like this, this was really, really good for the audience. I know people will appreciate this. So last thing, which like I know people want to know this. Where can people find you? What are the easiest keywords to to put in Google? You know, tell make it easy for them. <laughs> so if you go to thekellygordon.com, all my stuff is there. And I'll make sure I put up um something for the four by four methodology so that you guys can go ahead and grab that. Um, I want you to have it. If you have any questions, there's links to how to find me on social media. Um, uh, find me, start a conversation, right? Like I love that. Perfect. Yeah. And you put Cyberpreneur Inferno, you know, that's a very oh, unique go. thing, yeah. <laughs> unique thing in Dapper Coats too. So you say mm-hmm. Dapper Coats, Kelly Gordon. So we're going to have the links, but I like to kind of vocalize sure. it so people get it um, directly to their minds, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so if you Google uh, Kelly Gordon Digital, I'm going to pop up. Perfect. Perfect. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, a, like doing PR. I'm all about like I, PR and taking control of that first page of Google to my thing too. So, you know, we're working on that too. So <laughs> more things are going to pop up there. Uh, so yeah, like this is my thing. It's like, how can the shortest amount of possible words that I can put in mm-hmm. Google and find you, right? What yep. is the easiest? Like I'm always, all my clients and people that are just in my network, I tell them, make it easy for people to always. find you. And even when you're sharing your story on Instagram, mm-hmm. for example, you have you have features like include a link. Right. Don't tell people use go it. follow me. Use the link so people can just use it. click, click, right? Sit because right. I myself like I put myself in the position of look. I'm also a consumer of, of mm-hmm. a, a lot of content or a consumer of of 
services and products. So uh, be, now being in the side of public relations and the marketing side of things, now I'm like always like going back and forth. It's like as a consumer, how do I feel about this? But then as a marketing or, or like PR expert, how do I feel about this? So that's why I say that's like use your things. That's mm-hmm. that, I guess that's like my tip to you guys in this episode. Just make it easy for people, as easy as possible. People don't have time. Like if they want to do it, yeah. make it as, as less resistant as possible. So as soon as there's friction, they're gone. So. <laughs> exactly. Eliminate friction. I guess that's that's right. the phrase. Perfect. So thank you, Kelly. Like this was value pack. I'm excited to to see what more we can do together. And um yeah, just until next time. Sounds great. Thanks so much, James. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.